and welcome back to another episode of The Growth Club. I appreciate you hopping over here and spending some extra time with me today because time is obviously the one resource that you can never get back. So I'm hoping to make this episode very impactful for you. So today we're going to be diving into what you can do with the resources that you have right now to launch and scale your online business. So these are the exact initial steps that I ended up taking when I was broke and about to get kicked out of my place that I was staying at and looking for share homes that I can move into because I had clearly very limited resources. Okay. So my asset was just myself and that was honestly the only thing that I needed And what allowed me to grow exponentially over the following six months and actually become a fractional CMO and a marketing consultant for eight and nine figure valuation startups and large marketing agencies. So let's start diving in so that you can find a skill set that you can monetize as well. Now, there are different skills that each individual has and picking the perfect one comes down to four different factors. So when I was broke and about to move into this share home, the first thing that I needed to do was actually look at myself honestly and work out what my attributes were. I mean, I had been an entrepreneur for years and gained skills through that, but things never really had taken off because I didn't have the money to invest in my business. Every time money came in, it had gone straight out into inventory. So I had very little funds left to actually build the business and market further. I was very creative. I'm actually quite awesome at art, if I say so myself, because my dad was an artist. So I had actually naturally just inherited his creative flair. And that was it. I had no idea actually what to do with those skills and put all that together to create a profitable business. And on top of that, at the time I was just scraping by. So I needed to figure out a way to start a new business with very little startup costs. Now, looking back, these four factors are what helped me decide which skill sets to move ahead with and be profitable while also allowing me to genuinely do what I love to do. Because I've built businesses in the past that I did not enjoy at all. And at the end of it, it ends up getting you nowhere because you end up feeling miserable while you're at it and it's just difficult to keep afloat. So if you want to do this, As we go through the four factors, you might want to grab a pen, a piece of paper, or if not, and I don't know, you're multitasking, you can brainstorm as you go in your head. Okay, so the first factor is what skill sets you're already good at. So I want you to brainstorm skill sets or areas of knowledge that you may have gained over time, or perhaps things you are naturally good at. Sometimes people may ask you for help with certain aspects because you're naturally good at something in particular. Now, at the time when I was brainstorming this, this was business and entrepreneurship because I'd been building businesses before that. I also had a previous modeling career, which went okay. And that's what helped me survive the craziness. So I guess I had some skills in that arena. I was also great with creative direction since I was naturally quite creative and had an eye for details, thanks to my dad, but also had some natural leadership skills and tendencies within me as well. Speaking of my dad, I was actually a decent artist as well, just like him. And I can draw and paint pretty well. 
who knew that your genetics could literally pass on art skills, but I'm actually decent at that. And another thing that I thought of was that I'm actually okay at training dogs as well. So I have two fur children, as I like to call them. At the time, though, I only had my Doberman, but now I also have my kind of Corso. So he's an Italian Mastiff, so I'm actually not bad at handling big and supposedly scary dogs. <laughs> now, you're going to have a bunch of skill sets which you thought weren't really assets that keep popping up as you get further and further into brainstorming. So if you're serious about this, get scrappy and you can just note everything down quickly on maybe even your notes app if you're quickly just brainstorming because as you go you'll see more and more skills pop up next is actually to write down your passions or skills that you like implementing and i like to do this separately because you're not necessarily going to enjoy all the different skill sets that you have and that you've written down or noted in your head for example i'm not too shabby at cooking but I really don't think I want to be educating people on that. And I'm not planning to become a chef. Okay. And also, you know how I mentioned that I also like training my dogs. I like doing that personally, but I don't necessarily want to be showing other people how to do that. On top of that, I love creativity, which stems from my love of art. But oddly enough, I actually don't like to draw and paint anymore. There was something in me before graduating school that made me realize that I enjoy creativity, but something in me wanted to do something a little bit more quote unquote practical. I just didn't know what that was just yet. So it's time to think about everything that you like doing and that you're interested in and note all of that down. So if I'm to imagine writing this down with you in this very moment, Aside from creativity, I would also write down that I love personal development. I love entrepreneurship. I, of course, <laughs> love traveling, as many do, and enjoying different experiences. So you have full permission to be selfish here. Do not be shy in what you're thinking of, because this is about you. So it can be as random or as detailed as you want, because it is all about you right now. Okay, and now that you've looked at you and your preferences, you are going to cross out the skills if you have the piece of paper. If you're still brainstorming, of course, you can do this in your head or the notes app. But you are going to cross out the skill sets that you were clearly not interested in. So this should leave you with your passions and skills you are interested in pursuing. Remember, this doesn't have to be perfect. I'd be left with something creative I'd still have lots of question marks around that because lots of different things could be creative. And also I would have personal development and business written down and a random point about me loving travel. It can still seem messy at this point and that's actually okay. There's still two more factors to go. So we're going to be making sure in those two factors to make sure this is polished up and as profitable as possible as we go. My voice seems to be going a little bit, so apologies on that. But we're going to move into the third point, which is where we look at now not only your preferences, we need to start looking at your consumer preferences. So what the world needs and what they can learn from you. So out of what you have left, look at whether there is something that people are seeking more readily. For example, I said I love creativity, right? I don't know how many times I've mentioned that. 
And I can incorporate that in my business, but it's not something that people can just seek from me unless I go down the route of specifically becoming a creative director and offering that service to other people. Entrepreneurship, however, is another point that I said I love and enjoy. It's an endeavor that a lot of people would love to try out, but yet they don't know how to do it and what steps they can follow. And they're often overwhelmed by the oversupply of information and different steps available on the internet, right? So that's something that is seeked out by a lot of people. I also had this singer-songwriter the other day message me in DMs, and she has a decent amount of followers and wasn't sure how to monetize her skills that she already has. And I was letting her know that what people needed from her was her to provide steps on how to get a record label, how to start a singer-songwriter career, and perhaps even find a manager. I mean, I didn't know the exact terminology that they use in the music field, but she understood what I was saying. So start thinking about the skills that you already have that could help other people on their journey. So for me, this clearly wasn't creativity as an avenue That definitely wasn't defined enough, but I could go down the route of business and growth and development, but I could just incorporate my creativity within it so that I wouldn't be boring myself by just doing the dry, boring subjects because I seem to like the balance of creativity as well as the business end. Now, once you're finished thinking through that segment, last but not least, we have to look at profitability. So with the skill sets that you have, you need to double check that you're wrapping things up in a profitable manner. For example, with that singer songwriter that I was just talking about, if she simply opted for teaching other people how to sing or write songs, her idea may not have been as profitable as if she is teaching other people how to launch their singer songwriter career and get a record label to sign them. She's essentially able to teach people how to rocket launch their career. So that is a much more profitable idea than simply teaching someone how to sing better. For me, I may not have been as profitable as I thought if I was just teaching people how to be creative. So instead, I tied that in with my business aspect to show people how to launch, grow and scale their online business while still being able to express my creativity through videos and branding, et cetera, et cetera. So some other examples I can think of are if you're a baker, you could show cake baking, or if you've already started and launched a bakery successfully before, you can show others not only how to bake, but how to launch their own bakery. If you know how to draw, for example, you want to get super specific on what types of drawings that you're great at, caricature, anime, or maybe even abstract drawings, because you want to be more detailed because this will help develop your signature style so that if you're able to be known for something specific, this will also help you become more profitable in that aspect. Now, here's one more similar example. So if you're teaching photography, you could narrow in and teach iPhone photography because this is something that not only every single iPhone user needs to figure out, but also the fact that you're niching down into one particular area of photography makes your idea more specific and more targeted towards a particular audience, which also can lead to more profits. So think through some ways in which you can specify things to increase your profit potential 
of the skill set you've chosen if it is very creative and not necessarily business related. That's how you make sure your creative ideas are more profitable if it's not something that's helping people make money or launch their careers. Now, once you've gone through all four of those different steps, you've managed to cross out the different ones that you don't enjoy, and then you looked at purely what is left that you're passionate and interested in, and then worked out what other people would like from you and how to wrap that in a profitable format. This is what will leave you with an idea that is profitable and a skill set which you can then monetize on. You might need to take a few minutes at the very end to make sure you wrap this up in a profitable manner. And that can take a little bit of brainstorming and it doesn't have to be perfect. You can, of course, come back to the idea over and over again. And actually, as you sit on it, your idea will develop and become a little bit better as you go. So if it looks a little bit messy right now, do not worry. You'll have more clarity as you go. It's like learning a new skill. So as you sit on it, it will become more clearer. Now that's a wrap for this short and sweet episode. My voice is also going, so I should probably wrap up. So if this episode was helpful or insightful for you, please make sure to click the follow or plus sign so that you get the next episode straight into your app of choice. As this episode is part of my ongoing series that I have, where I'm walking you through how to start from complete scratch to building an audience, warming them up, and creating a profitable online business. So make sure to click the follow or plus sign. And if you're interested in any of the previous episodes, go have a look there. Also, I always have my free resources in my show notes as well. So if you want the workbook for this episode, you can go find it there. And as per usual, keep building, keep creating, and keep striving. I'll be speaking to you in the next episode very, very soon. Uh